The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here's the news. Umei Mountain in southwest China's Sichuan province has announced plans to recruit 15 monkey administrators to help ensure the safety of tourists and monkeys alike. The recruits will be responsible for maintaining order and safety among tourists, feeding and managing the monkeys, as well as monitoring and protecting the monkey population in the surrounding forest areas. Umei Mountain is home to more than 10 monkey groups, totaling over 500 monkeys. Observing these furry creatures has become a significant tourist attraction, but there have been incidents of monkeys snatching food from visitors or even causing them harm in the past. To mitigate such situations, the scenic area has implemented a human-monkey separation management model, which has successfully reduced incidents in some sections. Efforts are being made to extend this model to other areas to ensure the safety of both visitors and animals. Umei's wild monkeys are under second-level state protection. The scenic area urges visitors to respect the natural behavior of the monkeys and observe them responsibly. Visitors are advised not to approach the monkeys closely, feed them, or engage in any activities that may be perceived as threatening by the monkeys. This is Special English. A set of six jerseys that Lionel Messi wore during Argentina's victorious 2022 World Cup run will be auctioned in December. The auction house Sotheby's estimates their value at more than 10 million U.S. dollars. The jerseys were worn by the Argentine captain during each stage of the month-long tournament, including the massive final against France. Sotheby's said in a statement that the extraordinary collection is estimated in excess of 10 million U.S. dollars, with the sale poised to becoming one of the most valuable sports memorabilia at auction. 
The statement reads that a portion of the proceeds from the auction will be donated to help children suffering from rare diseases with the support of the Leo Messi Foundation. The most expensive individual jersey ever sold at auction was worn by basketball legend Michael Jordan during his NBA Finals run with the Chicago Bulls in 1998. It was sold for 10.1 million U.S. dollars last year. Auction houses have increasingly taken note of sports memorabilia in recent years, considering a growing market. The jerseys are available for free public viewing at Sotheby's New York headquarters from November 30th to December 14th during the bidding dates. This is Special English. A new plastics sorting facility that has been inaugurated in Sweden is being billed as the largest of its kind and is expected to double the amount of plastic packaging materials being recycled in the Nordic country. Thanks to cutting-edge technology, the Site Zero plant in the central city of Matola can sort up to 200,000 tons of plastic packaging a year, which is claimed to be more than any other sorting facility in the world. That is according to Sweden Plastic Recycling, a non-profit company co-owned by Swedish plastics, food, and trade industry groups. The company said that an old plant at the same location could only sort five types of plastic, which meant that only 47% of the material was sent on for recycling and the rest was incinerated. The new plant will be able to send up to 95% of the packaging for recycling, minimizing the amount that is incinerated. Burning plastic has a climate impact by adding greenhouse gases to the atmosphere. According to the UN Environment Program, the world produces more than 430 million tons of plastic annually, two-thirds of which are short-lived products that soon become waste, filling the ocean and often working their way into the human food chain. Plastic waste produced globally 
is set to triple by 2060 with about half ending up in landfills and under one-fifth recycled. At Site Zero, the roar of the machines is deafening as conveyor belts carry 40 tons per hour of mixed plastic waste through the entrails of the factory. Gradually, as the chocolate wrappers, plastic bags, yogurt containers, or white polystyrene progress across the 60,000 square meter complex, it's broken down, separated by size, and sorted in a fully automated process reliant on infrared cameras. Robert Blasiek, a researcher at the Stockholm Resilience Center, said that a closed loop for plastics has to be the end goal, which means that every stage along the plastic life cycle, basically the emissions moving through these life stages need to be reduced to zero. Once sorted, plastic can be recycled in the conventional mechanical way or via a chemical recycling method, which typically uses heat or chemical solvents to break down plastics into liquid and gas to produce an oil-like mixture or basic chemicals. Industry leaders say that mixture can be made back into plastic pellets to make new products. But environmental groups say that chemical or advanced recycling is a distraction from real solutions like producing and using less plastic. Philipson said that even though the more efficient sorting facility will help raise the amount of plastic being recycled in Sweden, it will also depend on households properly separating their waste. He noted that most plastics are still incinerated because they haven't been sorted by households. You're listening to Special English. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. This is Special English. Amid an emerging El Nino event, and the continuing impact of global warming, the China Meteorological Administration has warned that several regions in China 
could see an increased risk of extreme weather this winter. The agency anticipates that a moderate strength El Nino event will extend into next spring with temperatures staying near or above average for this time of the year across the country. El Nino is a naturally occurring climate pattern characterized by the warming of the ocean surface in the central and eastern tropical Pacific Ocean. Taking into account additional factors, forecasters expect snowstorms in the northern regions and the Qinghai Shizang Plateau this winter, potentially increasing the demand for heating energy. Southern China may also see disruptions due to freezing rain and snow, impacting both energy distribution and transportation. The agency added that the country's southwest faces a significant threat of forest fires amid high temperatures and scant rainfall. The World Meteorological Organization anticipated that the current El Nino event is to reach its peak between November and January, which could cause further increases in both land and ocean temperatures. The Secretary General of the World Meteorological Organization said that the El Nino impacts on global temperature typically play out in the year after its development. In this case, in 2024, he added that as a result of record high land and sea surface temperatures since June, the year of 2023 is now on track to be the warmest on record. Next year may be even warmer. Since October, many areas in China have experienced unusually warm temperatures, surpassing previous records for the period. However, November has brought several surges of cold air, leading to a marked decrease in temperatures as the country transitions into winter. In mid-November, temperatures plunged to the lowest levels of the latter half of the year in eight provincial capitals, with Haiko in the island province of Hainan, noting a low of 19.5 degrees Celsius. Jianghua, a forecaster at the National Marine Environmental Forecasting Center, 
said that though meteorologists predicted an overall warm winter this year with a low frequency of cold air, that doesn't mean there won't be any cold air, which is expected to come in waves. This is Special English. Chinese paleontologists have unveiled details on two fossilized dinosaurs, one with almost intact skin marks. During a fossil excavation and restoration project in North China's Hebei province, in 2017, some fossilized dinosaur bones were spotted in Fengningman Autonomous County within the city of Chengde. After years restoration, two sets of beautifully preserved dinosaur fossils were presented. One belongs to the more primitive Ceratosaurus, the second a stegosaurus with a near-perfect preservation of its skeleton and skin. Both fossils are believed to date back over 130 million years ago. The stegosaurus dinosaur is about 5 meters long with skin fossils covering an area of about three square meters, scattering around the bones with clear lines arranged like scales. The hard parts, like bones and teeth of dinosaurs, are relatively easy to form fossils, while the soft parts, such as skin and muscle, are easy to rot making the well-preserved dinosaur skin fossils a rarity. That is according to Zhang Fu Cheng, professor at the Institute of Geology and Paleontology of Linyi University, who also leads the research team. Guo Ying, an associate professor at the Institute, noted that the scale-like skin not only protected the body of the stegosaurus, but also helped lock water within the body, allowing the dinosaur to reduce its dependence on water sources and thus improve its adaptability to environmental changes. Chang said that the dinosaur then might have gone to the river to drink water or died naturally there before being washed to a deeper water level, leaving the body free from disturbance of microorganisms or small animals. Zhang added that the volcanic ashes accumulated on the body year after year, leaving the fossil intact. Researchers believe that Feng Ning and its surrounding areas 
where the above fossils were discovered once boasted a rich forest and river system about 130 million years ago, which provided an effective shelter and sufficient resources for dinosaurs. You're listening to Special English. A Buddhist temple dating back more than 1600 years ago in northwest China's Gansu province has reopened to the public after two years of restoration. Originally built in 363, the Dayun Temple is located in the city of Wu Wei on the ancient Silk Road route. The latest restoration project started in November 2021 as the building complex was troubled by broken floors, cracked tiles, among other damage. That is according to Ren Yun, deputy curator of the Xixia Museum of Wu Wei, which administers the temple. With a total cost of nearly 16 million yuan, around 2.2 million U.S. dollars, the project included damage repair and maintenance of six individual buildings, including the Bell Tower and the Chunqiu Pavilion. Ren said that the Dayun Temple is an important cultural heritage that witnessed Buddhism spreading eastward along the ancient Silk Road, as well as cultural exchange between China and the West. Visitors can now catch a glimpse into ancient Buddhist culture and watch the bell tower over 1,000 years ago, and also experience the culture of Wu Wei through 23 stone inscriptions and 10 plaques preserved in the temple. You're listening to Special English. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. A set of six jerseys that Lionel Messi wore during Argentina's victorious 2022 World Cup run will be auctioned in December. The auction house Sotheby's estimated their value at more than 10 million U.S. dollars. The jerseys were worn by the Argentine captain during each stage of the month-long tournament, including the massive final against France. Sotheby's said in a statement that the extraordinary collection is estimated in excess of 10 million U.S. dollars, with the sale poised to becoming one of the most valuable sports memorabilia at auction. The statement reads that a portion of the proceeds from the auction will be donated to help children suffering from rare diseases with the support of the Leo Messi Foundation. The most expensive individual jersey ever sold at auction was worn by basketball legend Michael Jordan during his NBA Finals run, 
with the Chicago Bulls in 1998. It was sold for 10.1 million US dollars last year. Auction houses have increasingly taken note of sports memorabilia in recent years, considering a growing market. The jerseys are available for free public viewing at the company's New York headquarters from November 30th to December 14th during the bidding dates. This is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.